Class Ceiling Podcast. Smashing the Class Ceiling. For this episode of the Class Ceiling Podcast, we spoke to delegates at Top of the Class Conference. The conference brought the issue of social class in the higher education sector to centre stage with inspiring conference speeches from, amongst others, CEO of the Brilliant Club, Anne-Marie Canning, former Secretary of State, Justine Greening, University of Southampton Vice-Chancellor, Marquis Smith, and Associate Vice President for EDI and Social Justice, Pascal Mathias. Take a listen to top of the class conference responses from staff and student delegates. I am with Trish Nicolaides. What do you do in the university, Trish? I am head of life cycle in widening participation and social mobility. And why is top of the class conference important? It's really important because as an institution, um, it is our civic duty to really, really take um, a hold of um, this uh, agenda and to use the experiences and the knowledge and the um, the real powerhouse of the university to really change our footprint, uh, both locally, nationally and any of the arenas that we have uh, leverage in. And what are some of the key themes from this morning, from the talks that you've attended? Um, so the, some of the key themes are really about um, looking at uh, what we can do. Uh, sometimes these things seem really, really big, but actually if we each change one thing in our area or the work that we do or the teams that we work in or the sectors or the national bodies, um, then that's something that we can do. So we can affect change, although it might seem quite a monumental thing uh, to do. The other thing is about uh, the journey, uh, thinking about uh, where we are on the journey. Um, and that uh, it's not just something that we do tomorrow, tick it off and it's done. It's something that is going to be ever evolving and that we're always learning and we can develop things uh, as we go along. And what are you looking forward to at top of the class conference for the rest of the day? Oh, the opportunity to have really honest uh, conversations, to take away some key actions and to think about um, my own and my own place uh, in this uh, this agenda. Lastly, do you feel like you belong here today? I do. And that's really lovely. Me too. I'm jubilant. Thanks, Trish. Good afternoon, Cass. How are you enjoying the conference so far? Really, really interesting. Thank you. So, Cass, what are you looking forward to this afternoon? I'm really, really looking forward to um, hearing Pascal Mateus. And I really hope I've pronounced his name correctly. Um, um, I'm really looking forward to hearing him speak because I think um, he, the, the work he's doing and the role he's been appointed to at the university um, just seems really, really interesting and really important. So it would be great to hear a bit more about that. Thank you. Pascal, can you tell us what you do at the university? So I am the Associate Vice President for EDI and Social Justice. So I look at um, all types of policies, procedures for staff and students that deal with um, equality, diversity and inclusion and social justice. And you've just delivered a talk today at Top of the Class Conference. Can you tell us about some of the themes that you covered? Yeah, so um, today it was, it was fantastic to be invited. Um, I was talking around social class and mobility and, and perhaps how we need to 
kind of change the narrative of how we think about social class is not something that is um, a deficit, but something that's a power and really looking at lived experience and narratives and stories from people that have come from, you know, different, and I don't even want to use the term lower social economic classes, but diverse social economic groups that actually some of the things that they experience are actually privileges and powers that can be an asset and can be used as capital within the HE sector. And why is Top of the Class Conference important? It's it's massively important just to continue having these conversations, um, amplifying and augmenting the messaging and, and kind of delivering um, a different way and perspective that possibly people hadn't thought about before or to reinforce some of the things that they're thinking about. So I think it's so important to have these spaces and have these events which allow people the space and time to reflect. And lastly, did you feel that you belong here today and why? You know, I'm getting better about it. Um, you have your moments, but I, I do. I think when I am around like-minded people like I am today and around the university, I do feel very comfortable, very safe, very seen and very supported. So I think it's really important that we continue to have these conversations um, so everybody feels comfortable in their own skin. Well, an enormous thanks, Moz. It was a phenomenal um, session that you delivered and um, I'm glad that you you came and supported us. Thank you so much. I am here with Beth Timber Bradshaw. Um, what do you do in the university, Beth? I'm an academic skills inquiry supervisor and I support students with academic skills and writing skills. And what have you seen this morning at Top of the Class Conference? What were the key themes? The key themes are thinking about the life cycle of young people, opening up opportunities in education and in the workplace and how we all have a part to play in that. Why is Top of the Class Conference important? I think it's about fairness and making sure everyone has access. Um, and it's one of the most important parts of what we do. Do you feel you belong here today? I do. Me too. I'm very happy. I'm here at Top of the Class Conference with Emma Wooza. Emma, what do you do in the university? Um, so I work in the access team in widening participation and I run a programme called Ignite Your Journey for Year 12 and Year 13 students. And what have some of the key themes been at the mo this morning at Top of the Class Conference? It's been really interesting to hear from the speakers so far about the um, purpose coalition goals and, and how they link into the work that we do, particularly in pre-entry and that advice that we give to young people um, around their kind of future steps. That's been really interesting and just getting people in a room together who are interested and passionate about this work um, and yeah, making new connections around the university and beyond as well. Emma, what are you looking forward to for the rest of Top of the Class Conference today? meeting other people from different organisations. So, so much of the work that we do is based on partnership um, and working collaboratively. So coming across people from different parts of the institution and other organisations aligned with this work is kind of what I'm looking forward to, a nice bit of networking. Why is Top of the Class Conference important? Social mobility is one of the key uh, challenges that we face in the UK. Um, and I, I think for the work that we do in widening access, um, you know, just sharing best practice, meeting other people and, and really pulling together all these different ideas to progress um, social mobility is, is just so valuable and important. Brilliant. Enjoy the rest of the day, Emma. OK, so I'm with Liam. Liam, where do you work in the university? I work in the widening participation team um, as a widening participation project coordinator. And what have you attended at Top of the Class Conference this morning? 
Uh, so the opening speech from Mark Smith, the Vice Chancellor, and also the um, speech from Justine Greening MP um, talking about social mobility across employers and new hope, hoped for legislation coming in um, via Parliament. And why is Top of the Class Conference important? Why is it important that we're doing this today? I'm relatively new to the university and somebody asked me before about the recruitment process and I said that as someone that's lived in Southampton for five years I thought the university was a, a place which is off limits to people from working class benefit class criminal class backgrounds whatever they may be uh, because it is a Russell Group University and it feels like it's out of reach for those who don't have that type of degree or maybe um, a more middle class background um, and that's not the case it really really isn't the case the, the university um, working environment is open to anybody and so events like today the top of the class conference is just one step of a reminder to people of how welcoming universities are both to staff members but also to students and also to community as well to come and work with us collaborate with us um, and to feel part of of this community um, and since having been here and being part of the social mobility network what i've actually found is that there are many people here, both with lived experience and allies who want to support people to make that equitable progress um, and, to, and to support one another in ensuring that they feel welcome, which is great. Brilliant. And what are you are looking forward to this afternoon at the conference? Oh, uh, so one of the things that I've been in charge of is arranging food. And so we've got Easy Teasy Meals coming in, who are a community interest group from Southampton who use surplus food to um, support and feed those people in the community that require it and need it um, and they use events like ours by um, providing buffets and really lovely food to use that money and the profits made from that in order to support the community so I'm really really looking forward to welcoming, welcoming them to to the university today um, to feed our delegates. Phenomenal you're making me really hungry I have no breakfast thank you Liam. And with uh, Right Honourable Justine Greening here. Good morning, Justine. Good morning. How are you? I'm very well. Um, you've just been speaking at the top of the class conference um, for social mobility. What were some of the key themes from your um, session today? That actually, if we want to drive social mobility, it's something we can decide to do and we can all do it. And so there's lots we can do on lots of different areas. And we really got the whole room thinking about Southampton's footprint and how great it is, but also what's next. So it's a fantastic discussion. You really did. It was really interactive. And why is Top of the Class Conference important? Because it brings together all those interested parties on social mobility. It's great the university already has a social mobility network because I think that's almost this foundation stone for being able to really take action. And I just think it's it's great leadership to bring people together. But I think it's also practically a great opportunity to get people who care about the same thing in the same room for long enough to work out what else you all want to do about it. And you talked in uh, this morning about your frustration at lack of investment in this mission. Can you tell us more about that? I think I think investing in people's talent is probably one of the biggest return investments you can make and therefore particularly after COVID when we know that people have really lost out on education 
it's really important, I think, for whatever government's in power actually after the next election to think, well, what do we need to do, not just to close the gap that opened up over COVID, but to recognise that we'd already thought we needed to close the gaps that were there before. So, so what's this big, ambitious plan on social mobility and education that's going to make sure we really do not only develop everyone's talent, but have a country that can use it? Yeah, let's hope that... Um someone is listening to that anyway to that message and if there's enough of us hopefully um it will be implemented at some point um what are you looking forward to for the rest of the conference i'm looking forward to listening to some of the other speakers so amory canning ran the opportunity area in bradford that i set up as um education secretary so it's great to see her again actually and i know she's going to be talking about some of that work that she's still leading so I've loved coming back to university. Obviously, it's where I was here as a student. I've loved seeing the team here, Professor Mark Smith, but also Gina. It's nice to see you again as well. And I just think it's really energising to be with people who care as much as I do about social mobility. And I think, I think you sort of almost need that energy boost every once in a boost every once in a while. So I think that's what I'm going to enjoy about today. I completely agree. And lastly, Justine, do you feel like you belong here today? Oh, definitely. Uh, every I, I said at the beginning of, of my talk, every time I come back to Southampton, it really feels like home and I, I just get back to the campus and it just feels like I've literally never left. And I think that's probably testament to what a great university it is and also how it's maintained its relationship with me as an alumni. So, no, it's a pleasure. Phenomenal. Thank you for coming today. Good afternoon. I'm here at the top of the class conference of Anne-Marie Canning. Anne-Marie, can you explain to me a little bit about what you do? Yeah, I am the CEO of The Brilliant Club and we are an education charity that help uh, young people from less advantaged backgrounds make it through to highly selective universities. But we do that by enabling them to work with a PhD researcher. How have you found the conference so far? I think this is a really special conference. There aren't many universities that will run an event like this. Um, it's Social Mobility Day. It's absolutely wonderful to platform people's voices, folks who've been, uh, you know, socially mobile in their own lives, maybe have professional opinions on that, maybe are sharing research insights. Uh, it's really nice to just give people the space and time together uh, on today of all days. What are the key themes of the conference and how do you think they'll contribute to creating a better environment surrounding social mobility agendas? I think there's been a lot of sharing of stories and actually my own talk was all about how important it is to share our stories uh, so that other people can hear them and we can understand each other better but also so we can act together um, and one of the other keynote speakers Justin Greening was talking about her framework for taking action on social mobility so it's been really nice you know sharing stories but also laying plans for action as to how we can improve social mobility around us. And who are you next looking forward to listening to? Uh, I am looking forward to hearing Tom from Zero Gravity speak. So they're talking about their report uh, about a, a network advantage. So how networks play a role in social mobility and higher education access. So I've read the report, but I'm looking forward to seeing the data in real life. Wonderful. Thank you. So I'm here with Jordan, who's working class officer at um, Imperial College London. Welcome, Jordan. Um, what have you seen this morning at, at top of the class conference? Uh, yeah, there's been um, various speakers who work in the sector um, talking about their personal experiences and professional experiences. Um, it's been quite nice um, as someone who comes from a working class background and has been at university for a few years to kind of 
um, almost take a break from, you know, being the outsider and kind of being a space where, you know, things like social mobility are talked about and, you know, just kind of feeling there's like a sense of belonging that I feel like has come across today that does feel like it's almost missing from everyday university experience. And you were part of a panel today. What were some of the themes that came out of that panel? Uh, yeah, so some of the things that came up were um, the work that we'd been doing um, as um, as union representatives, um, some of the difficulties that we'd faced, and some of the some of the surprises in terms of um, in terms of things that we didn't necessarily expect to come up um, as an issue when we were you know going into the work and you know hopefully trying to um inform people in the future so if they do like similar work um they kind of know a little bit what to expect yeah i think um there was a quite a surprising um theme of shame around social class and uh, what are some of the things that you're doing at imperial to kind of overcome that and pass that on to the next people who will be supporting this mission yeah, um, so one of the main things that we try to encourage is visibility around people from working class backgrounds or people who are the first in their family to come to university. Um, as you said, there has been some students who um, who feel ashamed of the background they came from or they, they don't want to openly identify with that background. And, you know, it's it's down to individual preference. I will, you know, if students don't want to kind of become a martyr for the cause and, you know, that's not what is expected. Um, but I think there are a lot of students who are proud of the background that they've come from. Um, a lot of students kind of see it as, you know, an extra hurdle that they've had to overcome in order to, you know, be at the same level as peers who've maybe not had to come through as much. And so, yeah, I think there's kind of a, a majority who do kind of engage with the background they came from. And, you know, it's about kind of giving those people visibility so that new students that come in kind of the landscape has changed and they do kind of feel more comfortable. And um, why is Top of the Class Conference important? Um, I think it's important that things like social mobility are discussed. Um, I think that it's can very easily kind of be lost in terms of um in terms of the you know the student experience it's very easy to overlook you know now that students are at university you know their careers are got you know they're kind of on a path already um but i think you know getting students into university is just kind of the first step and i think it's important that once students are there you know, they're made to feel comfortable, they feel like they do belong there. And um, they also kind of can still, you know, they're still supported to reach their full potential. And you are, you, I, I've been asking people, if um, delegates, if they feel like they belong here today. You've already said you feel like you belong here. Why do you feel like you belong here? How does that feel? Uh, yeah, I think um, one of the things that kind of made me feel like I belonged was the you know when the speakers were talking about their experiences there were elements that um you know I hadn't talked about with anyone before that I kind of identified in my journey um and I think just kind of 
being in a situation where social mobility and you know coming from working working class background is the norm um when i've spent you know however many years at university where it's either you know a lot of students come from non-working class backgrounds or you know it's not really discussed very much um i think just kind of being in a space where um it kind of it felt like it was the norm and kind of having that flipped was what kind of um yeah made me feel like i belong fantastic thank you jordan enjoy the rest of the day so um, I'm here with Gino Graziano and Savannah Cut. Gino, what do you do at the university? I'm a director of widening participation in social mobility. And Savannah? A student success and inclusion coordinator. OK, so why is Top of the Class Conference important? I think it's really important for a few different reasons. And um, firstly, because we ran it on Social Mobility Awareness Day, so it was a good focal point to bring the university community together to talk through some of these issues around social class and some of the disparities we see between outcomes for people from different classes. Um, it's also important because it isn't talked about that much, in my view, particularly in relation to higher education, being a very classified um, sort of environment that we work and study in, um, and also for the opportunity for people just to come together to 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 speak about these things. Uh, just to build on what Gino said, I think we do a lot of our work in kind of small facets and in our own little bubble. Um, so it's nice to be able to bring together people that aren't necessarily working in this area, but want to learn more about these class related issues and to think about how they can incorporate them into their work and working with students. Um, we had a lot of feedback from people saying, you know, it's kind of reignited a passion in them or um, made them think about things in a different way that they hadn't thought about for a long time. Um, so just to kind of bring the conversation alive and also in time with the theme of speaking more um, for Social Mobility Awareness Day. And what were some of the key themes from the day, Savannah? Um, so I think we were either from something from Justine Greening, she kind of gave us the picture of social mobility in the UK and kind of how different organisations and businesses can um, work towards that. So we kind of had the higher level thinking. We also got to touch on specific topics such as accent bias and discrimination. We also got to look at mentoring um, and then kind of a key theme I would say is stories of social mobility. So we had people like Anne-Marie and Pascal sharing a bit about their journeys and inspiring people to also share theirs. And I think I think one of the big things for me that came out of it was this the idea of power and how it can be quite invisible for a lot of people and it can be hidden from people who come from particular social backgrounds um, but then also the flip side of that is the power that people from working class backgrounds or, or whatever terminology we want to use would have based on um, their their experiences now obviously this doesn't this is Gem, not to be generalistic but we can talk about things like resilience we can talk about things like um understanding di different perspectives i guess different views about uh, the world that might not necessarily be apparent for people who come from more privileged backgrounds so i think the double side of the power coin was really interesting one and i think for me that kept coming up so um a, a part of the mission of um social mobility and social inclusion is a sense of belonging and I certainly felt a sense of belonging um, at the conference. Um, I'm not sure why and have thought about it quite a lot but um, I do feel less conscious when I speak or my mannerisms or um, sense of humour 
in that environment and I was wondering did you feel a sense of belonging a new sense of belonging that day if you could just tell me about your sense of belonging in that environment because I I felt a difference I'm just wondering if you did um yeah I definitely felt empowered especially people such as Pascal's talk um I know different people have different levels of how comfortable they feel sharing their stories and the power we take from that but I think for me someone who doesn't necessarily share her story that often it made me feel more comfortable in it um, and more comfortable to potentially share it at other stages and realise this again going back to the theme of power there's power in that and it's not about pity because I always felt like it, if I share my story it's gonna be filled with pity um, but more about actually power and yeah that I do belong and have it's about like capital isn't it so it's what I actually gained from that experience rather than the pity from it. Yeah, I think that's a really, a really great way to put it, Savannah. And one, one of um, a colleague that I know um, said that, in particular, around Maria's talk, she said it made me feel proud of us, meaning working class people at universities, which was really, really quite emotional, to be honest, because you don't often have a space to really articulate that or or to hear that yeah I completely agree and uh, you know I uh, speaking about this work that I do and the upcoming uh, photography exhibition people have said to me um on more than one occasion oh so should middle class people start feeling proud of who we are and I kind of said well if you want to <laughs> no one's done <laughs> totally thanks guys <laughs> Class Ceiling Podcast. Smashing the Class Ceiling.